Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hotchberg, and this is episode number 200. This episode of the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast is a little bit special because it marks our 200th episode, and I recorded this episode live with the Royal Caribbean Blog Insiders. And the Royal Caribbean Blog Insiders are a group of folks who donate to the blog each month, and in return, they get certain benefits such as t-shirts, priority listener email access, early access to each podcast episode, starting for as little as $1 per month. For more information, visit our, uh, and, and a lot more, check it out at royalcaribbeanblog.com slash support, royalcaribbeanblog.com slash support. It's completely optional and a great way to show your support for the show. And before we dive into this episode, I just want to take some time to say thank you. The Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast was born from an idea to share with everyone the fun that happens on a Royal Caribbean cruise. I wanted to provide a forum for sharing news, cruise tips, and talk about what's happening in the cruise industry. It's honestly, it's it's hard to imagine, but we started this podcast four years ago, back in 2013, and as you probably guess, a lot of quite a bit has changed in Royal Caribbean since then. But the wonderful community that has spawned from this podcast continues to be a source of inspiration for me, uh, and and a terrific resource for the listening audience. Uh, we've shared tips, reviewed cruises, even had a few VIPs on, and took some time to simply talk with friends about what we love. We've recorded episodes from my home studio, across the country, and even live on Royal Caribbean ships. And I wanted to say thank you to everyone listening for giving me 200 episodes of sheer joy each and every week. Thank you for tuning in, emailing me, sharing the podcast. Your dedication is why I produce an episode each and every week for 200 weeks and why I cannot wait to continue some more. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And I thanks for being a part of this for making me not just be talking to myself for the last 200 weeks, but really, whether you started at episode one or you're just joining, this is your first episode now, doesn't matter. I'm just so glad you're along for the ride, and we've had a great, great uh, run, and I'm looking, I, we're at 200 now, but uh, there's no limit ahead of us. Just looking, I just want to take the time to, to uh, you know, obviously celebrate milestones that we reach, but it's also important to say thank you, because without you, there is no Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast. Simple as that. So, Thank you, thank you, thank you. And since we're recording this live, I could just talk, and you guys could all watch and listen if you're watching this live or listen to this podcast as it comes out. But you know what? It's more fun to have you all involved. And we got a topic for today. For today's episode, since we've actually got everyone here listening, right? We've got the collective knowledge of the Royal Caribbean Block Insiders. I wanted to share tips for someone taking their very first Royal Caribbean cruise. Quite often, I get a question along these lines. I'm going on my first cruise, usually a Royal Caribbean cruise. One of my very first cruise, never cruised before. What do I need to know? And I, I know that many of our insiders right now are like, oh, uh, okay, uh, where do we start, right? There's a lot of tips and really wanted to comb over the, you know, figure out what is the really critical things that first-time cruisers need to know. And I'm inviting all of our insiders to give us a call and share with us. I'm going to start things off uh, with one. But I'm going to say, and this is, if you've listened to this podcast before, maybe over the last 200 episodes, you might have heard me talk about this, but use a travel agent. Uh, You know, there's so many things, so many factors and choices to be made. And as a first-time cruiser, look, (laughs) I made a website at realcreamblog.com aimed at helping people understand that process, right? But at the end of the day, it is significantly easier if you have a human being you can talk to and kind of bounce ideas off of and have someone do all the hard work for you, like repricing, like figuring out which itineraries may be a better fit, what rooms are available, and, and a variety of other requests, special dietary needs, and, and a variety of other things. But a travel agent is your partner in this process, and 
I, I use a travel agent. I still, I've taken, I don't know how many Royal Caribbean cruises to this day, but I still use a travel agent and I firmly believe everybody should. So if you're a first time cruiser, the first thing I tell them is use a good travel agent who knows cruising and or Royal Caribbean. It's a really important uh, starting point. Of course, read RoyalCaribbeanBlock.com, but <laughs> I think the travel agent is a really big part of it. So I'm also going to open up the phone lines though to get some of you, some tips from the insiders as we get uh, ready for some folks here to call in with their best tips for someone who's new to Royal Caribbean. We've got our first caller already on the line. Hello, you're live on the Royal Caribbean blog podcast. Who are we speaking with? Hey, Matt, Chris Lapine Christensen. Chris, one of the best moderators we've got out of the Royal Caribbean blog message boards and, and a past guest on the podcast. Welcome, Chris. Thank you, Matt. Congratulations on 200. Thank you, sir. It's uh, it's been a long road, but I, I appreciate uh, you being a part of this, and uh, and it's it's exciting. I, and I'm so happy we get to sh- we got to obviously do this live, record this live anyway, uh, and and have some of you involved in here too. And and a big shout out once again to Chris for uh, the great work he does day in day out on the message boards. I pay him a lot of money and then multiply that by zero, and he gets it every month for all the hard work that he does. So, Chris, thank you so much for all the hard work on the message boards. You're welcome. <laughs> um, my, my advice is going to be the message boards. Oh, lots the of great resources, there. right? Yeah, we got a great community you know, there. You're you're absolutely right, and you know the message board community obviously is a little bit self serving. Not that I'm ever above self serving plugs, but uh, the, there is truth in that, and that the message boards are a great wealth of information because you get all different kinds of backgrounds, all different kinds of advice, and you're right, we got a wonderful community there who helps contribute information, but you know, oftentimes you've got these kind of questions that are really, uh, you know, not so much questions that maybe even, I don't want to say travel agent doesn't know, but they're, they're really like in the weed questions, right? Like, you know, it's, you know, ab- about understanding, you know, how the, the work of Adventure Ocean happens, or, you know, dining tips, and kind of sharing kind of the those kind of minutia questions. It's a great place for it, and it's a great place just to read other people's things. It might bring to 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 light something that you hadn't thought about before. Right. I think they serve as a good sounding board because, uh, like, one of the recent topics, you know, was debating should someone do a seven night rhapsody versus a six night freedom of the sea. So it's good to get that feedback from people who've had all that experience. Absolutely. And you know, a lot of first timers, Chris, and you can attest to this, I think one of the big fears first timers have is they're afraid they're making a mistake. It's not that they don't know the answer, but they're afraid they're making a mistake or they want to make sure or assurance that they're doing the right thing. I think you probably you probably see this as much as I do with some of the comments in there. People just, you know, saying, like, you know, uh, is this the right way to go about it? Because if they don't know anyone who's done it before, it can be kind of mysterious or a little bit concerning about that. And I think that's that's a that's a very healthy and normal reaction. True, and I, you know it's a good big investment cash wise for a lot of people, and I think they get caught up in some of the negative reviews across the internet, when in reality those reviews are overblown. Oftentimes, there are negative comments on the internet. What I know, surprise, <laughs> surprise, right? Awesome. Well, I'll let you get to other callers. I just wanted to congratulate you on 200, and thank you for all the great work that you do day in and day out. Thank you, Chris. Really appreciate that. Uh, we have our. Let's go to our next caller on the line. They're joining us now. Hi, you're live on the Royal Caribbean Blog podcast. Who are we speaking with? Hi, this is Deb Deerkamp from Minnesota. Deb, welcome, Deb. So glad to have you here. Thank you. Uh, 
Could you uh, do me a quick favor and turn down the YouTube? <laughs> I was the radio. You know what? I'm going to walk in another room. I'm listening to you, and I'm getting feedback. There you is that go. better? Much better. <laughs> Much better, Deb. Thank you for joining us here. And, Deb, what would you say is a good first a tip for a first-time cruiser? One tip I would recommend, there is many message boards out there and a lot of information on different websites. I would say take reviews with a grain of salt. Yes. Make your, Including make this your one. own decisions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then can I add another one about uh, traveling on Royals' larger ships, such as Oasis of the Seas or Anthem of the Seas? Do book as much as you can ahead of time because it's going to give you a much more relaxed cruise. I think those are wonderful tips. First, I want to go back to your first one, Deb, which is that when you're talking about you know researching, inevitably you start Googling, right? That's when you do anything, right? I'm going to go yep. visit you know, Clearwater Beach in Florida. I'm going to Google what to do there, and you'll, run it, you'll read things. And just because it's written on the internet doesn't necessarily mean it's true or indicative of your experience of what it can be. So – and, and like I say all the time, Deb, there, you can find people who, who hate Star Wars, people that love Star Wars, people that hate baby turtles, and people that you know, love baby turtles. I mean, everyone hates everything. You know, there's there's going to be a segment of the population that is always going to come on one side or the other. But the bottom line is that just because someone said that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be what you're going to experience. Exactly. That's correct. Make your own fun. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and then I totally agree Thanks, with another tip. If you're going – absolutely, Deb. Um I think the other tip about going on, if you're going on the large ships, as Oasis or Quantum class ships, definitely do yourself a favor. Log on to Royal Caribbean's Cruise Planner uh, and book the pre-book those shows, especially the entertainment that's available. It's only available on the Quantum and Oasis class ships presently. And but it is a big. Yep. It's not to say that if you don't make it or you come in late, like you book the cruise kind of last minute, that you're going to be. It's going to be a problem. It just makes your life easier. Is really what it's all about. So take advantage of it. Royal Caribbean's giving it to you. It's complimentary to make show reservations. So there's really not a whole lot of disadvantage. Plus you got to fill in the time anyway between when you book the cruise and when you actually take the cruise. So why not have uh, do something there in the middle? And it, it's going to make your life a little bit easier on board the ship. So I think it's a great tip, Deb. Thank you. Thank you, Deb. Appreciate it. We have our next caller from New Jersey, I think. Oh, I'm from New Jersey, but I live in Austin, Texas. It's John Bamber. How are you? John Bamber, welcome. <laughs> I, 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 just, I love the way you welcome everybody, like the periscopes and everything. It's just It, it keeps up the excitement, which is awesome. So um, I definitely want to echo everyone else saying congratulations on 200 man this is awesome i mean i never thought that there could i could imagine what 200 episodes of a podcast about a cruise line could be but you know <laughs> you've definitely found a way to, to to make it happen and you know i genuinely appreciate what you've done for you know making the community and everything it's really it's really impressive and it's really it's really kind of heartwarming to be able to feel the the warmth of what it's like to be on a cruise in between sailings through, you know, how you keep everybody, you know, feeling welcome on the, on the, you know, your periscopes and, and streams and, and the podcast and everything. So really huge. Thank you from, from, from me for that. But, um, I, uh, I wanted to throw you my, uh, my answer to your question of the day. Um, and that, you know, as far as what to do for your first cruise, don't ever hesitate to ask questions. There's no such thing as a stupid question. No such thing as a you know, a bad question. I, I know people have asked you a million times if you work for Royal Caribbean or not. You know, <laughs> to, to, some might think it's a stupid question, but hey, there's there's no such thing as a stupid question because and 
you know, because you never know who doesn't know. So it, right. always feel free to ask questions. So that's that's my my tip. First of all, thank you so much, John, for the very kind words. Uh, having people like you in the community is just, it's like exhibit A, right? Because I think the thing, uh, after 200 episodes, you might hang your hat on some of the episodes, some of the people we've had on the podcast, or perhaps some of the places we've recorded from. But really and truly, I am so thankful that we've had such great folks like yourself, John, who join, come in here, and are, and are part of it and part of the fun, and, and have a great sense of humor, and of course, also really relish any opportunity to talk Royal Caribbean. That that definitely means a lot. So thank you for being a part of it, John. And I also agree. My about pleasure. Your tip. Thank that's you. A, that's a great idea, though, about uh, asking questions both before the cruise and also on board. And I think that oftentimes yeah. that is something that a lot of folks, even veteran cruisers, John, they may not think yeah. about because they a lot of times people, you know, they think about these questions. They have the question in their mind. But they feel yeah. maybe it's like you said earlier. Maybe they feel like it's a dumb question or or perhaps they feel like they're. Uh, they're they're putting somebody out there by asking the question like it, like it's a hassle for somebody like Royal Caribbean wants you to have the best possible cruise ever and if you have a question a concern yeah. ask that question then don't come back and write about it on the message boards you should write about the message boards anyway but when you're, yeah. while you're on the cruise you know ask that question and, and make sure you can maybe it'll improve your cruise worst they're ever going to tell you is I'm sorry Absolutely. sir we can't do that you cannot have any more guacamole Mr. Hotchberg. That's the extent That's right. of the worst case scenario. That's right, because cruises are so much are are very much a you know you get what you put into it kind of thing. Because there's so much to do, they're not going to spoon feed you everything. They'll spoon feed you something, but they're not going to spoon feed you everything. So you've got to put something in to get something out. And if you don't know what to put in, open up your mouth, ask do you know ask uh, ask people what what you need to do. And that being said, I had like a little sort of footnote. Um, cause my friend of mine that I went on majesty with was asking me about the whole safety bit and the mustard drill and everything. Don't, don't overthink the whole safety bit because it's easy to look at movies like Poseidon and Titanic and worry about lifeboats and all that stuff. And, and, sure. you know, I, I, I've told him many times, I said, look, they would, they wouldn't be as successful at this if they didn't take that in into consideration. And they, they make it an amazing experience, both from a, safety standpoint but also just from a doing everything else standpoint too so that was another little thing i wanted to throw in but i don't want to take the, all the time because you, you're absolutely right i definitely relish every opportunity to talk Royal caribbean but i want to be cognizant and be friendly to other people that want to call in so uh i thank you again matt for everything and i am looking forward to unmuting the youtube <laughs> awesome thanks john appreciate it thanks matt Lots of great calls. Love this. Let's keep it rolling with our next call coming on the line here. Let's go to line two. Hello. We've got it coming on. Hello. You're live on the Royal Queen blog podcast. Who are we talking with? This is Wilson calling from Texas. Wilson from Texas. Love Wilson. Great guy. A purveyor of all rumors on the Royal Queen blog message boards. Welcome, sir. Thank you. I appreciate you taking my call. I've been kind of absent from uh, the podcast message boards after getting back from Harmony, but work has kind of taken over the last couple of weeks, so it's it's great to uh, talk a little bit of Royal Caribbean instead of yeah. work. <laughs> there you go. That darn work always getting in the way. So, Wilson, what's your tip for a, uh, for a first-time cruiser? Well, I've written down one, and Dr. Chris, Dr. Chris took it from me, but that's okay. It's a, it's a great one. Um, you know, obviously, listen to the uh, other 199 podcasts that uh, that Matt's put together. But um, 
I, I would say, if possible, go with someone has, that has already cruised before. If someone, you know, the message boards are great pre-cruise, but if you could have somebody there with you that you trust and enjoy traveling with and have them on the cruise to kind of guide you in the right direction and hold your hand, it'd be very beneficial. I think it's a great idea. I mean, learn, you know, learn from others that, what is it, step, stand on the shoulders of giants, right? Take advantage of that knowledge base. I mean, they, they may not be the most, you know, <laughs> they might not know everything, but if they know more than you, that's already a starting point. That just helps you, you know, avoid perhaps some, some uh, pitfalls or just some basic uh, uh, things that may get in the way. So I agree with that. It's a great idea, Wilson. I appreciate you calling us up and, and sharing it with us. And uh, I hope that you're staying cool there deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> We are indeed, you know, looking forward to, to being even cooler next year on the Alaskan Group Cruise. Just uh, super excited about that. Wish we would be, we could join y'all uh, here in the fall on Harmony, but uh, we've already got navigators set up uh, within the within about thirty days of that. But uh, I totally yeah, I just understand. want to call in, congratulate you, congratulate you on two hundred. Just let you know, you know, just really appreciate your enthusiasm, your commitment, you know, and the passion that you've got. It just brings us all the cruise nerds together. Um, <laughs> and I have a whole new to, new uh, set of friends because of it. I thank you, sir. Cruise nerds of the world unite. I like it. Thank you, Wilson. <laughs> thank you. And cheers, insiders. Woo! Thank you, insiders. Yes. All right, let's get some more insiders here on the live show as we bring our next caller in. And I think I know who this is. This is coming from uh, Orlando, Florida. Welcome. Who's on line with us? Hey, this is Brandon Owen calling you all the way from the other side of Orlando. Brandon, uh, wow, on the east side of town. Man, what is going on? Well, I just wanted to give you a quick call, Matt, and thank you for everything you do on the podcast. And, uh, uh, you've just been great, and um, you're my workout buddy on uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. I'm, I'm lifting there with you, buddy, in spirit, not in physical, because I would never do that. But I appreciate the uh, the, uh, the, I, the I listen to all those set. podcasts on 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 the on the uh, yeah as I work it out. I listen to all those podcasts. There you go. So I am assuming your tip is about the drink package, since you are the patron saint of the drink package. I think that's Gerald. <laughs> but uh my my uh my uh, my tip was actually uh for first time cruisers was is be careful uh because people often think they won't like it or they're not sure if they'll like cruising but they're probably going to get addicted uh i i ran into you what last january i think so about uh 16 months ago or so um, quickly you and Billy and Michael and all the other guys got me addicted. And, uh, I've now been on three Royal Caribbean cruises, including a group cruise. That's right. And you got another one coming up and another one coming up. Yes. And I, uh, my third, uh, meetup coming up this weekend as well. Everything is going maybe, just as I planned. Maybe fourth, fourth week, fourth it's meetup actually. Excellent. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I think I think that's a great tip. Is uh, be careful what you wish for, right? It's highly addictive. Caution contents may be extremely beneficial to your health and add lots of smiles. Although, it will cost you a fair amount of money. Yes, and and use a travel agent. <laughs> awesome, Brandon. Thank you so much for joining us here, and a big shout out to Kathy as well. Thanks for being a part of this. Always uh, always a pleasure to run into you. All right, thank you, Matt. Thanks for the good work. Thanks. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. 
Awesome. Love Brandon uh, ha- hanging on there with us. And, of course, he was on the Navigator Group Cruise. Joining us again on the Royal Green Block Harmony of the Seas Group Cruise, September 2017. Still time for you to join us for it. If you'd like to, more details at royalgreenblog.com slash events. Uh, let's go to our next caller. Hi, you're live on the Royal Green Blog podcast. Who are we speaking with? Uh, give me a second, Matt. If this is Ron, I have to put down my Cuban cigar. Hang on. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, big dog Ron Hazy out in Arizona. How you doing? Ron Hiller, welcome. First of all, congratulations on 200 episodes, and I have, a, I have listened to every one of those episodes, whether it's in an airplane or working out or just sitting around the house. I've, I've learned so much about Royal Caribbean because of you, and I've met so many people through the community. It's unbelievable. I can't believe all the people I've cruised with in the past eight months, including you, Billy and Larissa, Brandon, even all these great people I've met. It's been, it's been a joy. It's been a lot of fun. I think you're right about that. I love that. You know, Ron and I were both on the same Anthem of the Sea sailing this past March. It wasn't a group cruise. It just happened to randomly book the same sailing. And it was, it's so fun uh, to be able to see friends on board a ship, whether it's a group cruise or not. And I agree with you, Ron, the being able to meet the people and have these friendships that have fostered because of this podcast I think is truly the gift that you know is is probably the least spoken about, but arguably the most powerful gift that there is from this. And that's again, this goes back to the wonderful community and why I encourage everybody who listens to this podcast to you know email us in, join us on our message boards, come hang out with us on Facebook or on on Periscope because it, it, it's it's so we got some great folks in here and we're just waiting for you to join us for it. So uh, well said, Ron. And uh, what's your tip for a first time? Tip- perhaps checking the luggage in a closet <laughs> well you know i have to go back 27 years to remember my first cruise okay and i was so worried that my luggage was not going to make it to my stateroom i mean literally you know one of those things where we were coming from arizona and i and I, I was going there's no way my luggage is going to get there when i because we checked it in at the airport in phoenix that, that that was back in the old days and our luggage somehow miraculously made it to to our uh our room on Nordic Empress at the time. So that was one thing I was worried about. But my, my one tip is this, and that is don't overthink it. And what I mean by that is I know a lot of people get on board, and there's so many things going on. I mean, you've got the cruise compass there, and there's one activity after another. In fact, um, when I was on Empress last week, I was talking to a couple, and they were so stressed out because they were missing things. You know, even on Empress, there's something going on almost every hour, you know. And I say, hey, just, just go enjoy yourself. You're going to miss things. That happens. And just do the things you want to do. Look at your cruise compass every day and get your highlighter out and highlight the things you want to do. But you're not going to be able to do everything, especially on those big ships, as we all know, the Oasis class. So don't stress. Have a great time. And, you know, you can always go on another cruise. You know, that's what I do. You just go back again and do it over and over again. And, do, and hit those things you missed the first time the next time. So that's my tip for the first-time cruisers. That's a great tip. I, I totally agree. It's, you know, we can all get lost in the minutia of, you know, planning every, every aspect of the cruise, perhaps uh, coming up with, you know, a spreadsheet and going to that level. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. Look, I'm not judging. I've been there, and I continue to do that. However, I think you're right. Sometimes you just got to take, take a step back. Remember that classic song, K Sarah, Sarah. What All right, Matt, you're singing. Be, That's right. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Um, <coughs> but you get the idea, right? Some things are just, at a certain point, as long as you get your passport, your, your, your credit cards, and you can get on board the ship, after that, YOLO, 
everything is going to be fine after that, right? And enjoy it. That's why you're on a cruise. You know, just sit back and relax and let it come to you. You're going to have a great time. And, of course, read royalgrivianblog.com before you go. That's my other tip. So I, t- I was telling people on the cruise this last 10 days that, you know, they want to know, well, how do I know all this information about Empress and all these other ships? And I had to tell them it's not me. It's royalgrivianblog.com. So there you go. One quick uh, uh, story about Ron before I let Ron go. We were on that Anthem cruise, and I get to uh, – we were on Coco Cay, and we reserved a beach bungalow. And the couple next to me, I think, overheard me and recognized my voice, and they go, oh, I know you. You're Big Dog Ron, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, no. and I had the reverse happen to me too, Matt, several times. Are you Matt Hodgeberg? <laughs> I go, no, I'm not Matt Hodgeberg. Matt's a lot better, better looking than I am. But, <laughs> yeah, I had that happen to me as well. So, yeah, it's a funny story. That's funny. Awesome. Ron, thanks for joining us on here. Appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. Have a good night. I believe we're going overseas for this call. Hi, you're live on the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast. Who are we speaking with? Hi, Matt. It's Annie. Annie from, from England. England. I know. Staying up this time of night just to get involved and say congratulations. Blimey, that's mighty, Blimey. Bl- mighty something British of you. Thank you. <laughs> Congratulations, 200 episodes. That's quite amazing. Thank you very much. Uh, it's, uh, and, and I, you know, as I said before, and we were talking about, you know, it's, it's really the people that make it up, Annie. And Annie and I went on, we, Annie was on the group cruise with her husband, Richard. Uh, for the Freedom of the Seas group cruise that we had last year, which was a lot of fun. We sang karaoke. We might have done a Periscope in which I made Annie say British things on the air. It was wonderful. <laughs> and uh, we got a chance to, you know, anytime you get to cruise together with friends, that's what it's all about. And I think that you, what you're, I hope what, what people are hearing on this episode is that camaraderie, that sense of community that we have here. It's our best thing that we've got at com. And Annie, you're like exhibit... 72 of that and i appreciate you staying up late <laughs> and calling in uh with with all this so and i gotta ask you what is your tip what's a critical tip for a first-time cruiser go for a week don't be tempted to do one of these three four nighters kind of going on with what ron said um there is so much to do and i think people are frightened to go for a week because well what if i don't like it but mm. there's so much to do. If you go for a week, you don't. If you only go for sorry, three or four nights, you don't have enough chance to experience it fully, and it's over before you've done it, and before you know it, it's all finished, and you're thinking, "Wow, what what just happened?" And at least if you go for a week, you've got a bit more of a chance to take it a bit easy and get a, a good feel for everything. Definitely, I think that you're a hundred percent right, Annie. And you know what? A lot of first-time cruisers, in fact, think the complete opposite. Oh, it's my first cruise. I should take a short cruise because you know, what if I hate it? Right? Isn't that like the? Isn't that logical? And the reality mm-hmm. is, while it may seem like that, it's actually the opposite, as you just said, Annie. Because you're on board. Those three and four night cruises are so short; they're over so quickly. You barely get a chance to get acclimated and really understand what a cruise is all about. And those seven-night cruises are just perfect because it gives you a good balance of sea days and port days. And it also gives you a real chance to under, to get into the cruise mindset before it's over. And I could not agree more. I would even go, you know, if we can do a fortnight of cruising, as, as you Brits enjoy, uh, I'm, I'm sure that would be even better. But, yeah, first-time cruiser, seven nights, 
avoid the, save the three and four nighters for when you're been there, done that, and you need like a weekend escape. Uh, not not to mention for seven night cruises, you, oftentimes the per night basis may actually be cheaper than some three and four night cruises. And you also on seven night cruises you get to go on some of Royal Caribbean's uh, newer ships because a lot of the Royal Caribbean's newer ships do not do the shorter sailings, so you get the latest and greatest. And yeah, I, I, in short, Annie, I totally agree with you as per usual. Uh, always. <laughs> yeah, and that's awesome. another thing as well. It's always good to go on one of the big ships, definitely. So, or bigger ships. Awesome. <laughs> Annie, thank you for joining us here. Always a pleasure, my dear. See you soon. Take care. Cheerio. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, I can't resist making little dumb uh, British jokes there. Uh <laughs> Love it. All right, let's keep things rolling here with our next caller, and I believe this caller is also from the great state of New Jersey. Hey, Matt, it's uh, Brian Elchel. Brian, another past uh, guest on the Rokami Blog Podcast. We're talking about celebrity cruises. Welcome, Brian. How are you? Outstanding. Congratulations, of course. Thank you very much, sir. Really appreciate it. Uh, of course, you were you were a pretty early guest, as I recall. Now we talked about celebrity a while ago, but yeah, uh, I really appreciate you tuning in here and and sharing. And you actually, Brian, is a wealth of information, mostly about dining, <laughs> about any questions about, about restaurants, especially dining. This is the guy to talk about. So I I don't know what tip you have lined up, but if it's about dining, then we're, we're going right <laughs> to the expert here. I mean, I do have a lot to say about dining, and I, I, I'm always glad to talk about Caribbean dining. But uh, actually, the um, my my tip for a first time cruiser is, and it sounds corny, but remember that you, everyone is in the same boat, quite literally, right? Yeah. And 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 you know, uh, you were talking before about the community and and you know, knowing people that are are on the uh, ships ahead of time and and you know, meeting people up, and that's a, a, an excellent point. But also keep in mind that the um, that you can meet people on the ship, and and it d- doesn't matter like what class stateroom anyone is in. You know, most people don't uh, don't even th- give it a, se- a second thought. Don't believe that anyone's going to give it a second thought. Go out and meet people, uh, spend some time with them, and and I you know I've made some uh, lifelong friends. I, I in fact uh, my next cruise is on Independence out of England, and, um, and I, a couple that we met actually on Celebrity Cruise in the uh, Mediterranean, they're coming with us. We're staying with them for three days before the cruise. You know, they're going to take us around uh, London, show, show us the sights. He happens to be a uh, London taxi driver, so he certainly knows a lot about the city. Um, and, uh, and, you know, just go out there and... and you know, make friends because you never know who's going to be your lifelong friend. Uh, and that's one thing I really love about cruising. Much different than if you think about a resort where uh, people come and go, they have different schedules. Um, someone may start and, and end on a Wednesday and you are starting and ending on a Saturday. And, and when that happens, you know, um, you're, you, maybe you met them at the end, maybe one day or something, and then you're leaving or they're leaving. Uh, this, everyone gets on the ship and gets off the ship at the same time for the most part, other, other than, you know, back-to-back cruises and that kind of thing. But 
you know, everyone's in the same boat. Remember that everyone's in the same boat. I think it's a great point, and I'll be honest, I would not have thought about that as a tip, but now that you say that, I think you're right, because, you know, that's a really important nuance. You're, these, the people that are on the ship with you, regardless of which ship you're on, they're not just, you know, you don't have to ignore them. This isn't the this isn't the, the, the six train at rush hour, right? You don't exactly. make contact with anybody. <laughs> this is an opportunity to meet people. You're at the bar, and you see this guy who's from Arizona and talks to everybody, well, you avoid that guy. That's Big Dog Ron. But everybody else, you know, you go and you say hello. And he's like, hey, what are you drinking over there? That looks good. That's, you know, it's it's pink. It's That's my kind of drink. What can I, what is that? And strike up a conversation with these people. In fact, exactly. also, how about in the main dining room, being seated with, with you know, quote unquote strangers? I love it because Me too. It's, it's, it's fun, you know? It's, yep. it's part of the cruise experience. Exactly. A chance to meet people and, and compare notes. Oh, what'd you do today? We did this. Uh, excursion, you did that excursion, oh, what'd you think of it, you know, that kind of thing. Right. So you really get, uh, like, a, a lot more knowledge uh, there. And and let's face it, some people are not going to be, be be friendly, and, you know, they want to keep to themselves, that's that's their right. But, you know, other people you find will be, be very friendly and uh, very willing to have that conversation and, and sit down and have a drink and, you know, go listen to some music together or, you know, have a, go to a specialty restaurant together, which as you said, is certainly some one of my favorite things to uh, do. Absolutely. Well, Brian, thank you so much for the tip. It's a great one to, to, to mention. I think for first-timers, it's not, probably not even on the radar, but you're absolutely right. That can really make a great cruise into an amazing cruise. Oh, Who you meet on a cruise really, I think, makes or breaks it. Absolutely. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. Th- thank you. All righty, let's keep things rolling. This is a great tip. I love some of these. I love these. I don't know. I don't really think about it, quite honestly. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move, keep things rolling with our next caller. Hi, you're live on the Royal Queen Blog podcast. Hey, Matt, it's Kathy. Kathy, what is going on? Not much. How's it going? It's it's going well. We're hanging out, talking real Caribbean. Uh, that's like the best kind of time ever, right? I mean, what else is better other than being on a cruise, of course? But this is the right. next best thing. You know- you know, Kathy Cruising Cat. Yes, absolutely. Don't use your real name. You got to use your your name that I know. I don't know, Kathy Cat. All right, Cruising Cat. Cruising Cat. Welcome. You sounded like Welcome. you didn't know who I was, so I'm like, well. Well, there's many Kathys, but there's only one Cruising Cat. That is true. I wanted to say congratulations on your 200th episode of the podcast. It is wonderful. I love listening to them. Thank you. I really appreciate hearing that, Kat. I mean, it means a lot, obviously. Uh, you know, I don't have any, any excuse to, to talk real Caribbean together. And being able to, uh, to share it with all of you and have your uh, uh, insight and, 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 and uh, reviews and everything like that and to be able to have that community here like we talked about. I know it sounds like a broken record, but, it, you know, everyone that's called in here, I, I think, have I met every single person that's called in so far? I think I have. I'm trying to. Yeah, in person, well, within, I think within, you have actually. Yeah, give or take. Let's say you know plus or minus one, but that's pretty darn cool, and I love that. I love that it's like you know, Kathy. Who's Kathy? Cruising Cat. Yeah, you know, it's 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 <laughs> it's you. And then we've you know we know I've known Cruising Cat. I knew Cruising Cat before the Royal Caribbean Blog Periscopers group way back then. That's how far back I go. And I remember when it was just this idea. Cat uh, runs a, a group. That shares people that Periscope Royal Caribbean. And I remember the, she sent me a message on the a Royal Caribbean blog message board saying, hey, Matt, I really want to try this idea. And I was like, all right, lady, whatever. You know what? 
YOLO, right? <laughs> Give it a try. Give it a whirl. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. And you know what? It ended up being a really cool idea. And that is the power of the yeah. community. So, Kat, thank you so much Most for joining definitely. us here. What is your uh, tip for a first-time cruiser? Okay, so it, my tip is, like, if you're traveling with family and you're traveling, like, with teenagers, you want to do your research on what ship you choose as your first cruise. Um, prime example, I, I just was on Empress of the Seas. I was actually on with big dog Ron AZ last so week. <laughs> and I had my 17-year-old. And it wasn't her first cruise, but it was kind of like her first cruise because she was eight years old when she took her first cruise. So she kind of remembers it, but not as much. Uh So it was, yeah. It's been a while. And Empress of the Seas is a beautiful ship. However, for a Uh (laughs) 17-year-old, not something that likes adventure, that likes adventure, um... Not so much. She was. She didn't have any children her age. It could be the time of year, but she. There was children that were younger than her, and then children. You know, people that were in their twenties. So she didn't really have anybody to hang out with. Not really a lot of adventure because there's just not a lot of stuff to do because it is a small ship in the Royal Caribbean fleet. But I would say do your research on what ship you're choosing, depending on who's going with you. I think that's a really good idea. I mean, I, I, I think I've told this story on the, on the podcast before. I certainly have told it on Periscope about 500 times. But I was on Brilliance of the Seas, and I was in the solarium hanging out, and this guy, I didn't know who he was. But he sat down next to me, and, and to Brian's tip earlier, we struck out a conversation. Because why not? We're sitting at the solarium drinking girly drinks. What else are we going to do, right? Might as well talk to each other. <laughs> and, and he starts uh, complaining. You know, just the way that people complain to each other, right? It's like, you know, uh, you know I, the ship is fun and all, but, you know, it's not... It's not, you know, it's not as fun as it, it doesn't have all the things that Oasis of the Seas had, you know? And I was like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, yeah, this is like nothing like Oasis of the Sea. The ship is like exactly. a fraction of the size. And it's not to say you can't, you can't have a good time on one or the other, but I think it's what you, you just said there, Kat, is understanding, knowing what you're getting yourself into, what the ship has, what it doesn't have. Because some things are more important to others than, than other features, right? And, and I think that's a really important tip in that I always tell people, yeah. you, I don't think there's any wrong ship to go on. People say, Matt, what about, you know, Serenade of the Seas or Vision of the Seas or Empress of the Seas or Enchantment of the Seas or Allure of the Seas? Is that, a, you know, is this a good ship? Yes, of course. It's a yeah. wonderful ship. But to your point, Kat, there are going to be some things that's just like your family. Look, let's be honest. Your 17-year-old daughter is going to find certain things more important and more engaging than other features. <laughs> and, you know, that that's knowing what's best for your family, right? Exactly. Well, and in, in you mentioned Oasis. It's funny. You know, um, it's it's amazing once you get on that Royal Caribbean ship, they have this thing called the Next Cruise Office. <laughs> magical magical things happen there. Yes, yes, magical things happen. Well, it's funny, little quick funny story. So sure. um, I'm thinking about my daughter's experience, and she's graduating from high school next year. So I'm like, I talked to my husband, I'm like, it'll be great. Let's go on a bigger ship and surprise her. Well, my daughter's texting me, asking me where I'm at. I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm trying to stall her because I don't want to get busted at the next cruise office. So, of course, my dumb husband goes, we're at the photo thing, which is right next to the next to the next cruise office on Empress. Up comes walking my daughter right behind us at the next cruise office. And so we're busted. Oh, jeez. 
she found out that we are taking her on Oasis of the Seas on July the 1st um, for to celebrate her high school graduation. Nice. So, that would a, yeah. what a great gift. I mean, she was going to figure out sooner or later, but yeah, the element of surprise is a little bit nicer if you could have sprang that on her. But nonetheless, wow, what a gift. That's an awesome graduation gift. Yeah, yeah. So we're really excited. That's awesome. Thank really, you. really That's, excited. Oh, I, love, I appreciate love that story. you having, me, uh, having us all call in and give our input. Absolutely. Thanks for – look, any opportunity to talk Royal Caribbean is welcome and – uh, you know, to be able to celebrate the 200th episode with all of you is even better. Awesome. Well, Kat, thank you so all much right. for calling in. Really, it's really great to hear from you. All right. Well, it's great to hear from you, too, and we'll see you soon. I'll let someone else get on the line. Thank you very much. We've got a few minutes left here in this uh, in this episode. i got a couple last uh, tips that I, have, I jotted down before the episode, but I'm, I'm saving them in case anybody wants to take them because I want you guys to talk about it here. But... You know, it, it really is. Uh, it's one. These are great tips, by the way. Really, really good stuff. All right, we got our next caller on the line. Going to line one right now. Hi, you are live on the Royal Cream Blog podcast. Who are we speaking with? You are speaking with Ron Ladowski. Ron Ladowski, the patron saint of the Royal Caribbean Blog group cruise on Harmony of the Seas, and I say that because every time we do a Periscope and we talk about when's your next cruise. Ron's got the countdown inevitably saves me first of all, so I don't have to remember it myself. And second of all, he is Mr. Excitement. days, Matt. Woohoo! <laughs> Cannot wait. Almost in the double digits. I'm looking. Oh, that's gonna be a great day. Ooh. And I, I first thought you mentioned you said you've you've pretty much met everybody that uh, you've currently spoken to. Well, I guess I'm number two now because we've never met yet other than uh, actually the first time I think we were talked to actually in person. Yeah. So, well, uh, it's, 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 it's been all texting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. What's your, uh, so, Ron, what's your tip that you can share with, with a, for a first time cruiser? First time cruiser is if you have any inkling of wanting to go on a cruise, YOLO book it. Um, <laughs> As, as soon as possible, when when you see the uh, current uh, listing of cruising coming out, if it starts showing that it's cruises available for 2019, and you think you might want to go, book it. You get your choice of the 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 room you really want. When I first started cruising, it'd be a case where I'd have a room, and I'd say, "Gee, I really have a this is really a nice balcony." Or a nice junior suite. Well, you know, look at this one on this floor, on, on this deck. This is so much nicer. It's the, I like it being on the starboard side instead of the port side. So sure. if you book early, you get your pick of the, the best chance of getting the pick of the room you really want. And by booking early, you have, you're giving yourself all that much more time to pay it off. It's not like it's a massive bill that comes up all at once, like immediately, bam. I mean, you can... You can uh, easily pay a thing off over, you know, 18, 20, 24 months. It's just so much easier to cruise. And as long as you cancel before uh, 90 days, uh, you can get your money back. So it's really, it's, it's totally, it's the easiest way to, to book, you know, to uh, have something out there waiting for, something to look forward to. Absolutely. I think, I think it's a great tip. I mean, first of all, it, you kind of combine two in one, which is great. First of all, if you're thinking about it, if it's on your radar, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't taken a cruise and you're thinking about it, you should do it. Just 
bottom line, don't that don't hesitate on that part. But also, you know, book it book it as early as you can because I think people forget also that you can make payments in advance. So that way you don't have to wait for final payment date. Again, a travel agent makes it so easy because you could set up a payment schedule with them, right? You could say, you know, pay me let's let's charge me twenty bucks a, a week or or you know, a couple a hundred dollars a month or whatever the whatever works for you. So that way you can help make sure that you know you can afford it. it. Makes it a little bit easier to digest. And I think that's a great point, Ron, in terms of folks who are going to try their first cruise. You know, uh, book it in advance. Book it as far in advance as you can. That's definitely a great way, not only to get the room you want, but get a great price and make it more affordable for you. Very good, Matt. I totally agree. Um, I was uh, I was always a little skeptical. Actually, I didn't start. Most of the people that you're speaking to. You know, they've been cruising for 27-some years or so. I did not start cruising until my daughter was graduating from college. It was a kind of a – I told her, if you if you can get out of college, I'll take you on a cruise. So we really didn't go on a cruise until our first one was like 2009, I believe it was. So it's been a we, – we, I was already 59 years old when I went my first cruise. So I've got a lot of catching up to do. I, I'm at my age, I ain't going to make pinnacle, but I'm sure as heck have a diamond plus on on radar. You could do it. I got faith in you, Ron. Very good. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, thank, thank you, you Matt. It, uh, Matt, I appreciate everything you do. You keep keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very good. All right, let's keep things rolling with our next caller, and we have our uh, caller on the line. Hi, who are we speaking with? Hey, Matt, it's Christy from Texas. Congratulations Christy. on 200 episodes. Hey, thank congratulations. You, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We had you, of course, on the podcast uh, a couple times, and I appreciate you joining us here to talk a little Royal Caribbean together. Yeah, my kid's about to have a meltdown, so you get to hear that, too. Baby, we're going to That's on. what always happens. As soon as I go on, <laughs> yeah, the kids always. are crying. <laughs> so I haven't been able to listen, so I don't know. What, what are we talking about? What? Anything good? We are sharing our tip for best tips for first time cruisers. Someone who's never gone before. Don't be afraid to cruise with small children. That's my number one tip. There you go. And book something with (laughs) war. You know what? Those haven't been haven't been used before, but you're absolutely right. It's a it's a great tip. Uh, You know, a lot of times people say, you know, how old should I? How old should my kid be before we go on a cruise? And I'm like. Six months. Uh, six months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Take them with you. It's 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 a great experience. They'll love it. You'll love it. And I mean, back in my day, we had to suffer with them all the time because there was no nursery. Now we get a little bit of a break, and they get a break, and it's it's win win. It's amazing how far Royal Caribbean has come with their children's programmings over the last yeah, couple of years. The nursery's and, great. Yep. And uh, Christy, great I vacation about, you know, for bring, everyone. That's right. Bring kids on and using the nursery, and it's uh, it's it still holds up. I'm telling you, it's it's a wonderful thing. So, could not agree with you more, Christy. Bring those kids. Get them. Get it's just like the tobacco industry. Start them while they're young. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. So, okay. Well, I just wanted to call and say congratulations. Thank you. And we'll talk soon. Thanks, Christy. Appreciate it. Alrighty, let's keep things rolling. Another call on the line. Man, I love this. I love getting a chance to talk Royal Caribbean with, with people live, not just reading emails, which is nice too, but uh, we have our next caller on the line. Hi, you're live on the Royal Caribbean blog podcast. Who are we speaking with? Matt! It's Sarah. Sarah, what is going Hi. on? Uh, you know, just calling from my igloo. 
<laughs> from your igloo, where it's snowing 24 yeah. hours a day, seven days a week. We had sun again today. Isn't that amazing? Sun and snow. <laughs> sun and snow in Canada. Wow, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, no, I'm well, actually glad to see the end of the snow, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> so, Sarah, I think I stole probably your tip, your best tip, which is use a travel agent, because Sarah is a travel agent herself. But what is your, what is another tip that you can share with us uh, for first-time cruising? Um, my biggest thing is, like, what I found the biggest thing is travel with people with like interests or a group of people that you can kind of kind of spread out and do your own thing. I find that if you go mm. with just one person or somebody that you're not, like, compatible, like, completely compatible with that – you can end up doing stuff that you or well, like you might not want to do, like to kind of compromise. But I find that if you go with like a group of people or somebody that you know, like you know in advance that you're going to want to do this, you're going to want to do this, so that you kind of have a plan, so that you don't miss out on stuff you want to do. I think it's a great tip. I mean, it's I mean that's kind of the idea. Also, <laughs> sorry, it's a shame, same shameless plug, but. The group cruises that we do here at Roll, I know. It's, it's it's it just backs up your point, which is that it's everything is better with friends. Everything is better with, with the more friends you can involve with you, the better it is. And I agree, cruising really lends itself to being a group experience, perhaps even more so than going to the beach somewhere like on, on a land vacation or whatever it is you people in Canada do in your igloos from time to time. But, you know, <laughs> having, you know, when you have friends on a cruise ship, there's something about it that's a little more communal to it. And I think, and it's great because you can do your own thing and you can do things together, but they're not necessarily have to be all at once. Like you can kind of take it as you please. And I think it's just wonderful for that. So you get to share in the cool stuff and it's, uh, but still have a little bit of independence along with it. Exactly. Like we traveled last time. I think there was 10 of us in total. So I don't think all 10 of us hung out at the same time at any given point, but sure. I'd be off with like one group, one part of the day and another one, like say you want to catch a comedy show, then you want to listen to some music and excursions are a big thing too. Cause not everybody's going to be able to do the same excursions or want to do the same excursions necessarily. So it's a big Absolutely. thing. Like make sure you know in advance that you're going to be able to enjoy the, the cruise itself and what's on the cruise with the person you're going with. Heck yeah. That's a great tip. I think that's that's wonderful and certainly seeking out groups or just uh, meeting – Even I'll take it one step further, Sarah, and say you know, you're know you going on a cruise. It's just Maybe it's just you and your spouse, right? Okay. Because you know you, you try to corral your, your parents and your in-laws and your second cousins. No one wanted to go with you or couldn't go with you, whatever the case may be. But to that point, you know, start meeting people online, right? Go, that's what's so great about Facebook. There are groups for like every single sailing, literally. Just type in like your ship's name plus the date on Facebook. Inevitably, you're going to find a group on there. Find those people, connect with those people. You never know. Maybe they'll become lifelong friends. Like we had Brian on earlier, and he was talking about some of uh, a couple that they met on a celebrity cruise. Now they're going on another cruise with them. Like you never know. So it's it's about you know the, the more you can en- engage in other with other folks and get the get in with other groups, it's always to your advantage. And the more people you go, a lot of times, if people don't know this, if you have say a group of um, say even sixteen people, or even a lot of mm-hmm. people anyway, but I know sixteen people, I think you can actually get a group rate for just your group. Then, um, a lot of times, if you ask your travel agent if there is a group rate for how many people for that cruise line, and they can tell you how many rooms you need and how much, like based on the occupancy, and you might get yeah. a better rate just based on the fact that you have so many people or extra perks or anything. And, I mean, that's always the benefit is that as well. Absolutely. It's a great tip. Sarah, thank you so much for calling in with this. This is great. I love it. Yeah, and hopefully one day I'll join your group cruise if I ever get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when the ice thaws, I hope that you'll be able to join us as well. 
Yeah, I'll have, or maybe I'll just hop on an iceberg and like start paddling, paddling across my island. <laughs> Whatever it is you people do up there, sure. Let the baby seals pull you back to shore. I like it. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right. Talk to you later. Awesome. Well, we got a time for, uh, we've, believe it or not, we've already hit an hour here talking uh, Royal Caribbean tips. These are wonderful, by the way. Really, really good. Uh, there are a couple of those I just wanted to add on here that we just haven't talked about. I think they are important for first-time cruisers. Number one, read the Cruise Compass every day. The Cruise Compass is that little newspaper that comes uh, delivered to your, your stateroom. It is obviously complimentary. It's not just ads. There are some ads in there. But it's a great indication of what's happening on board. The number one thing, the number one a mistake I always make, I don't say mistake, but the regret I have, there you go. The number one regret I always have about a cruise is I didn't know that certain something was happening at a certain time, and I wish I could have done that. The cruise compass is your way around that problem. So it'll let you know in advance. That evening, you get it for the next day, right? So you sit in, I love sitting in bed, reading the cruise compass, and seeing what's happening on that on the ship later on. Maybe it's an event, maybe it's a tasting, maybe it's a, I don't know what, a, a party, Read the cruise compass. That's a really important one, and it's an easy one. Bring a highlighter. A lot of people, some people like doing that, so that way you can even highlight, so you can remember uh, the events that are happening. Because you know, you remember it. You know, you're reading at eleven o'clock at night one night, and you go the next morning, and it's like, oh, I completely forgot which events I was looking for. You know, and you're not going to inevitably you kind of maybe overlook it. But doing that can definitely help you a lot. So reading the cruise compass. Uh, if you got kids, uh, Christy and I were talking about this just earlier about the Adventure Ocean, the wonderful things about them. Sign your kids up for Adventure Ocean on the first day. They can take sign-ups throughout the cruise, but it's like the first day of school, right? You want your kids to be indoctrinated. You want them to get to meet friends. It's easier on day one because everybody is new on day one. By day two, you know, you know, clicks and all that have already occurred and friends have been made. It's a little bit more difficult. It's a little more intimidating, perhaps. And so that's why I recommend getting uh, your kids signed up on day one. Go on embarkation day. Get them all signed up because obviously, uh, nowadays... Uh, they start doing Adventure Ocean on the first day. It used to not be a thing, but now it is a thing. So definitely check that one out. Um, and then uh, make reservations, especially restaurants. I think that's a good one as well. We talked a little bit about that in terms of entertainment and and booking that. But if you can book, if you if you've got a anniversary, a wedding, a wedding, <laughs> getting married, a birthday, a special occasion, whatever. If there's a certain day that you want to enjoy something, book it in advance. Lock in that time so that way you. Uh, you know that? And then I will also say that one more about food. It's always got to be about food at the end, right? And I will say there will always be something to eat at any time, okay? I, believe it or not, there are people, especially first-time cruisers, who wonder, will there be enough to eat on them? Will I be hungry? What do I do? There's plenty of food on board, lots of food, overwhelming amount of food on board, and there's always something. Again, the cruise compass will be your good guide as to figuring out what's available when, but keep in mind that you've got options out there and explore those options. And I know it's very easy to just be doing main dining room, the Windjammer, and repeat. But break out there. See, you know what? What's that mini bites on, on the top deck of Harmony? Or, ooh, Compass Deli on Majesty of the Seas. Let me check that one out, right? There's Check them out. What's the worst that happens? It's terrible. All right, you go down to Sorrento's Pizza and you get some pizza and forget all about it, right? That's, that, that, that's the worst thing that can happen in your cruise at night. That's a pretty good thing, so... Guys, thank you so much for being a part of this episode 200 live special. Uh, I know we were, obviously this. First of all, we talked about uh, tips for first time cruisers, which is a which is great. I learned some good things here, and so I think everyone here learning, uh, listening to this, have learned some really good tips as a first time cruiser. Maybe just someone who's kind of new to cruising. Maybe you've already been on a cruise, 
but these might help be a good refresher as to uh, what to know in advance. And once again, thank you for being a part of this episode. Whether you're listening to this episode as episode 200 comes out, or maybe we're way off in the future, in your Jetsons car, and you're flying around to uh, Sprockets, wherever George Jetson used to work, and, and you're listening to this podcast on your iPhone 27, I appreciate you hanging out with us and talking real Caribbean together. It really does mean a lot. And and to be able to celebrate with all of you, especially the Real Caribbean Black Insiders, man, that's that's such a great feeling. And I, I it's honestly the fact that this goes back to 2013 just boggles my mind. I can't believe that's really how far it goes back. But I am so looking forward to the next adventures that we've got on here, whether it's going to be on this podcast episodes, whether they're going to be on Real Caribbean Black Group Cruises, or just discovering together what the future holds for Royal Caribbean Cruises, new ships, new itineraries, new onboard options, everything in between. I can't wait, and I'm so glad you're joining us for it right here on the podcast. So until next time, I'm Matt Hotchberg, and we'll talk again soon.